What exactly is this new hybrid of theatrical and streaming service movie releases? How much do the new AirPods Max cost? And are Earth's leaders really making contact with an alien federation? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. And today, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff in the news, a lot of stuff in the entertainment business happening. A lot of stuff is going on. First off, we're going to start with everyone's favorite company. That's right. Everyone loves them. You know them. You love them. That's right. It's Apple. <laughs> it's Apple Incorporated. The Apple business created by Tim Apple. Everybody knows Tim. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's um, they make news pretty often, you know, because Apple releases pretty much releases a new iPhone every year towards the fall, usually October or November, and a lot of accessories come with the phone, where it may be like a charging cord that does not contain the brick that you plug into the wall or earbuds that will plug into your phone. That's what I received with my new phone that I have, you know. But one thing you get that you don't get really are AirPods. And if you don't know what AirPods are, they were they were the craze about a year or two ago. And all they were were just earbuds that were cordless. They Bluetooth to your phone, you put them in your ears, and that was just basically it. Now, Apple has decided to make an AirPods Max. Now, all that is, is headphones. (laughs) That's all it is. Over-the-ear headphones is all that is. And they call them AirPods Max because I guess the bigger version of AirPods or earbuds are headphones. Headbuds. Headpods. You know, I mean, AirPods Max is kind of a cool name because they, they're really stretching the Pro and the Max on everything like they did with the iPhone 11, which was the 11, the Pro, and the Pro Max. And then they did with the 12, which was the 12, the 12 Pro, the 12 Pro Max, the Mini, and the Pro Mini, which I'm still hoping for that 12 Mini Max. But they came up with the AirPods Max. Apple, they already own Beats, and I actually have a pair of Beats headphones. So Apple already purchased the Beats company, and they keep making those, and Apple's making money off of that. And then Apple was like, well, why don't we make our own? And so let's just call them AirPods Max, and they're actually just over-the-ear headphones, all that kind of stuff. You know, and they might be good. They could be the best headphones. I mean, they they may not be the best because there's headphones that are close to a thousand dollars or more and then there's the kind that you know that they specifically make earbuds for like singers on stage and they're custom made to fit inside their specifically their own ear and they're thousands of dollars but the airpods max what got me and you can choose any color too as well that's a cool feature and all that kind of stuff you know but what got me and what got a lot of people that these seem like just run-of-the-mill normal headphones just made by Apple called AirPods Max. And they cost $550. That's right. $550 for a pair of Apple headphones. Now, if you didn't have head if you don't have headphones and you really want headphones and you got a good bit of money to spend. Yeah, you could get Apple headphones unless you're just, or if you're like an Apple fanatic, which I know a lot of people will be like, I have to buy this Apple product. No matter what it is, no matter how much money it is, top of the line, I have to buy it. There are definitely people that buy a new phone every year, which has got to be terrible or rough, you know. But. And that's a lot of money when you really think of it. When you're buying top of the line, most amount of storage, 
the Pro Max version, which is the more expensive, the biggest version, the best quality, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it makes sense that if you're an Apple fanatic, you might get this. But like me, being a normal person, that yeah, I like Apple. I prefer their products. You know, like Apple iPhone is the only phone I've ever had. The first phone I had was a... Uh, the iPhone 5 was my first ever phone I ever had. I was in the seventh grade, and that was the first phone I ever got that my parents bought for me was an iPhone 5. And then, and they both, both of my parents had um, LG phones. And then they were like, do you like it and all that kind of stuff. And I knew about that iPhone because it was like I'm more, I'm more, like no offense to them, but I am more tech savvy than my parents. That's like a thing that I feel like a lot of, people my age are in their 20s are more set are more tech savvy than their parents that are definitely of course older than them and so they were like do you like the iphone should we get an iphone and i was like sure we all get an iphone and so we all got the new iphone 6 plus at the time so we had it and then a few years later my iphone 6 plus messed up and i got an 8 plus and I really liked it because that was the last phone. Because they didn't make an iPhone 9. They skipped 9 and made 10. And then 10 was the first one they made that was Face ID with no home button at the bottom. And I enjoyed the iPhone 8 Plus for the two years I had it. For the two years I had it. And then this year, like I said, about a month ago or so, I got... And they still had the 6 Pluses up until last month. So they've had them for four or five years. Around that time, maybe. Maybe six. I'm really sure. And then we all got an iPhone. Me and my mom got an iPhone 11. And my dad got the Pro Max because he wanted a big phone. That way he could be able to see it. And so... You get what I'm saying. Like, I've only... The only phone I've ever had is Apple brand. And, like, I don't have an Apple computer. I have a Dell laptop. Um, I've never owned a Mac. I've never owned an Apple Watch. Like, the only thing that's Apple is my phones. And, uh, I mean, I have Beats headphones, and they're owned by Apple, but they're not Apple. But I'm not going to pay $550 for a new pair of headphones that may just be normal that just has the Apple logo on it. Like, I can get an Apple sticker and just stick it on my headphones, and that's probably be the same, you know. But if you want to get them, more power to you. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I mean, they might actually be the best, you know. Who knows? I think they're actually going to be available, like, this episode comes out on Saturday, so I think they're going to be available the next day on, like, Sunday or sometime this week because pre-orders are already available for, for the AirPods Max. So... And you know very well that next year, Apple's going to definitely probably release the AirPods Pro Max or the Max Pro, whichever way they word it. And it's going to probably be like $800 or close to anywhere from $800 to $1,000, I imagine. It's going to be just for probably the same headphones, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit better. But with the name Pro Max, it automatically makes it go up like $400 for some reason. But that's Apple for you. They're going to charge the crap out of everything they sell. But if you want them, they're new. AirPods Max, check them out. Like I said, there are $550, and there's like six or seven different colors you can choose from. And they don't look any different than normal headphones to me. They just look like... Just imagine, what if Apple made Beats? And then there you go. That's what it looks like to me. So, new AirPods Max, $550. Check them out if you want. It don't matter to me. So, what was big in the news today? Well, not really today. It was basically this whole week, I think. Was that this man, I don't know his name. I'm going to have to look it up. He was a an Israeli space security chief who worked for the space security, I guess. Um, his name is, I want to try to pronounce this right, Haim Ished, 
hopefully I pronounced that right. I probably didn't. I'm sorry for Mr. Ashed. Um, he is the former head of Israel's Defense Ministry Space Directorate. And he said that, and he's out of it. Like, he doesn't work for him anymore. He's older. He's an older guy, and he doesn't care, I guess, anymore because he can say whatever he wants. And it doesn't matter because he doesn't work for him. He said that unidentified flying objects, UFOs, are real. And he says that apparently the leaders of the world have made contact with an alien federation and that the alien federation in space says that Earth is not ready yet to join the federation. And he says this. Now, he could be a nut for all we know. He could be crazy. And whether you believe in aliens or not, like there are definitely people who hardcore believe in aliens and then there's people who hardcore don't believe in aliens. I'm more towards the middle and I'm actually lean, and I think I'm actually leaning towards believing in aliens because we just don't know. Because it's like we know there are we know planets in our solar system, but the whole galaxy is like never ending apparently, and it just stretches forever, and we don't know what's out there, and like these aliens could be so technologically more advanced than us. And it's like, they could actually look like us. Because what, that's what this guy says. Is that... Um, humanity's not ready yet. But they are here. That the, this alien federation is like watching us. And seeing how Earth reacts as a whole. Like not, It's not just watching like the United States. Or China. Or Russia. It's watching everybody. And seeing how we all react with each other. The aliens, of course, know that probably COVID's happening. And that the everything that surrounded the election. And what looked like, in my opinion, that America was very close to the brink of going to have another civil war against each other. And it wasn't going to be the North against the South. It was going to definitely probably be Republicans against Democrats. And depending on what your political beliefs are, that's what I feel like the aliens are watching us. If there are aliens, and this is a big if, of course, I, I'm leaning towards believing that there are because we just don't know. That it's just a big question mark out there. They could be among us here on Earth. There could, they could be on a planet we don't even know about. And they said it's a federation. Now, a federation is not just one planet. This means there are multiple planets that have joined this so-called federation. And even this guy says that, yeah, he's a retired general. He said that the aliens were equally curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. He even said that President Donald Trump of the United States was aware and has been on, and he was on the verge of revealing information but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. And that's what he said. This guy said is that when you become a world leader, of course, you're briefed about all these secrets that happen, you know, so many secrets. And of course, being the president like Donald Trump is, he was briefed on like whether aliens are real or not and surrounding all of Area 51 and all that kind of stuff. And that is what you're briefed about because, I mean, you're the president. You got to know all the secrets, ins and outs of America, you know, of the country you're going to run. And it says that former leaders have made contact with them, updates and all that kind of stuff, and that apparently there's an underground base in the depths of Mars where there are American astronauts and alien representatives Apparently, that's where they meet, is in an underground basin on Mars. Now, if he's telling any of this, if any of this is true, like, just take it, you got to take this with a grain of salt, because this is what this guy is saying. I'm not saying it's true. I don't know if it's true. This guy, should just he could just be like, yeah, there's aliens, and he could just be like another nut guy that's just crazy, you know? But the thing is, is that 
I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm just really confused about this because because the first thing I think of whenever I see whenever I think of like a nut guy, a crazy guy, I should say, who's just talking random stuff and like all oh, the world's gonna end, aliens are coming. The first guy I always think of that's crazy and talking about the world's gonna end is the guy who lived in like that RV in the movie 2012 and I really liked that movie it was really cool like all the graphics and stuff too and the world was ending and stuff like that and whenever that guy if you don't know what I'm talking about it's a movie called 2012 or 2012 for short because the world was supposed to end supposed to is what they say by like the Mayan calendar or something other some ancient calendar said that the world was going to end on 12-21-12, which was December 21st, 2012. And a lot of people thought it was. I was at home that day because I can remember how I was like, oh, I guess the world didn't end. And so I'm, and here we are in December of 2020. And, and this past year looks worse than 2012 did because 2012 was just like, is it gonna? And then now we're in 2020, we're like, oh, it's gonna. <laughs> Because, but yeah, I like that movie. And the part that I'm talking about is that there was this crazy guy in an RV in Yellowstone National Park. And I think he was saying that Yellowstone was going to erupt because it is true. There's a massive volcano that sits under Yellowstone National Park. And if it ever erupted, apparently it would destroy like most of America and engulf the entire planet in smoke which would base and then it would block out the sun therefore we would get no heat from the sun because the smoke would be so thick and it would make the earth get really cold and apparently would cause us to go into another ice age now as gloomy and dark as that is the guy predicted it and he kept saying it but he was crazy you know the way that crazy people are like oh the world's gonna end we gotta get out of here the world's gonna end Lord, take me, please. The world's going to end. All that kind of stuff, you know. But it was true. It ended up becoming true. What he said in the movie, it erupted. And then they were like, we got out of here. And then that's when they flew the plane out of there. And there was just fire because the earth started ripping apart. And there was lava everywhere. <coughs> and there was floods happening everywhere else. And California fell off America and started sinking, you know. But my point being is that that guy was nuts and he acted crazy but he said the truth now this guy i don't know if he's nuts or not but he was the israeli um defense ministry space directorate he was the head of that and i feel like he's got to be smart and got to be willing to keep secrets of course especially when you work in any kind of government office. But he said that this is real. He said they have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are, that there is this galactic federation, apparently. Um, NASA said that the key goal for them is to actually find life outside in space in the universe but they had but that it had yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life so I mean this could have happened you know this could have happened like back in the 50s in Roswell New Mexico when Area 51 and all that alien stuff started this could have been sitting here for you know the past what was that 70 years and it could be real i'm just saying that i'm not saying it is i'm not saying it isn't there's a possibility because there's always a possibility for anything and we just don't know that if aliens are real or not i don't think they're gonna look like alien from alien or a, a or the predator or stuff like our tentacle monsters or something like that. I feel like they're going to look somewhat similar to us. 
and I feel like if they are watching us, they definitely have, like that said, rep- alien representatives on Mars. I definitely believe that they would know English, and then they would come to Earth. But the way they're saying is like the way he's explaining it is that they don't want war with us. They actually want us to all join together. But Earth is not ready yet. And I definitely believe that. I definitely believe if this is like a true scenario where the LA, where the Alien Federation is trying to find out and choose planets to join, I definitely believe Earth is not ready yet because we're too busy fighting each other than trying to join together to be a better planet and humanity as a goal and to... Um, be able to come together as our species and race and race and join together with this other species and races of other species in the universe so just I don't know if it's real or not he could just be a crazy guy saying stuff but he could be right he could be true about any of that and that was what was big in the news this past week because it was it was something because he, like he, it says, he saw over a bunch of stuff in Israel, in Israeli stuff shooting into Israeli satellites going into space and all that kind of stuff and taking care of Israel and all that. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not real sure if it is true. It says that Donald Trump does know about it, and they said that he, of course, is one that would definitely say something about it because he is a talker. And maybe, like, whenever Joe Biden gets inaugurated, Donald Trump might say something about it, you know. I'm not real sure. So, we'll just have to wait and see if it actually is true. Aliens could be coming here any day. And something can happen pretty soon. So, just got to wait and see what actually happens. And And hopefully, maybe in the future at some point, we might be able to join the ever so... Galactic Federation of the Aliens, you know. Hopefully it's not some type of like Star Wars Empire situation or something other. And Earth tries to be the rebels, you know, so I don't know. It's going to definitely be something to look at in the next many years to come if that actually happens. (coughs) But speaking of random things (laughs) and aliens and all that, shift gears here to a new movie that's going to be coming out. There is a movie on Lifetime that is coming out. When's this coming out? I'm looking it up. On Sunday, December the 13th. That is this Sunday. That is literally when y'all listen. If you're listening to this brand new on Saturday, it's literally tomorrow on Lifetime. There is a movie that is called, what is this movie called? Uh, I don't, oh, it's called A Recipe for Seduction on Lifetime. And it's a mini movie about Colonel Sanders from KFC. And the man who is playing Colonel Sanders is Mario Lopez. (laughs) I'm so confused as to why it is only, oh, it's a mini-movie, It is a 15-minute mini-movie of Mario Lopez playing Colonel Sanders in a movie called A Recipe for Seduction. He stars as Harlan Sanders, a private chef working for a family whose adult daughter has ditched her fiancé for Sanders and his plentiful tender drumsticks. It has everything Americans are craving in the middle of a pandemic when f- uh, a hunky man moves into a woman's home to feed her. 
This is terrible. Oh, man, that's going to be so good. Guys, it's going to be so funny. A KFC Lifetime movie. If you never thought, like, I thought aliens would have showed up. But I would have thought that Alien Federation would have showed up by now before we got a KFC Colonel Sanders Lifetime movie. That's only 15 minutes long. It's going to be so amazing. I'm going to have to watch it. But, yeah, that's really all I can say about that is that it's going to be something. Hopefully, all of y'all watch it or do look it up at some point. Mario Lopez looks... (laughs) He's something as Colonel Sanders. So... Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders in a KFC Lifetime movie airing December 13th, Sunday, December 13th. Don't know what time, but it is only 15 minutes long called A Recipe for Seduction. So y'all might want to go check that out at some point. So, But on to some more important news. Uh, for me, anyway, it's important. The new movie. That will be coming out next year. That I have been excited for this entire year. The Snyder Cut of The Justice League was officially announced to be released early 2021. I do not know a day yet. But there was like a briefing that they had with Warner Brothers. And said that this movie will definitely be released before the summer in 2021. So I imagine anywhere between... Because they said in January, HBO Max is airing the new documentary about Tiger Woods. So I feel like it might be around anywhere from like February to May and in that time period. And of course it is releasing, apparently it's like a four hour movie, but they're releasing it in four different parts. So each part is an hour long and then that's it. And it's going to be the Snyder Cut version of the Justice League. So... I'm going to enjoy it, of course. Looking forward to it. And it being a Warner Brothers movie with DC and other movies that Warner Brothers makes, they have decided that all of 2021, they're going to release all their movies that are releasing in theaters. On the same day, they're going to put it on HBO Max for free, of course, to the people who already subscribed to HBO Max. Like, I have HBO Max. And the same day it's in theaters, it will be on HBO Max for one month. And then after that, one month is ended, it will only be in theaters for the rest of its theatrical run. And then, of course, do its own thing with, like, DVDs. And then it'll come back to HBO Max months down the road. (coughs) And that's not just the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut's not going to be in theaters. But that's uh, all the movies. Like, Wonder Woman 1984 will be released on Christmas Day this year on HBO Max in theaters. And will be in HBO Max for one month, and then it'll end, and then it'll only be in theaters. They're doing that with every movie that's releasing next year. That's right, every movie. Which includes Godzilla vs. King Kong, The Suicide Squad, The Next Conjuring Movie, Dune, The Matrix 4 and the next Space Jam movie, and a whole lot of other movies. Like, even one of the movies hasn't even been given a date yet to come out, but it's the next, uh, they're rebooting the Mortal Kombat movie, which is um, a very big franchise of video games, and they're going to make a rated R version movie of Mortal Kombat, which I'm looking forward to. But all these movies that they have here is what they said that how oh, that's going to work. Some people weren't, didn't like it. Like uh, director Christopher Nolan called them out on it and said that that was terrible and bad and all that kind of stuff. I think it's good, especially for me because I have HBO Max. And even though HBO Max is one of the most, ex- if not the most, expensive streaming service available because it is $15 a month, but I have it. Because we pay for HBO on TV and yada, yada, yada. I've talked about it before. But I have HBO Max, and I like it because I have it. And I think that this will give more people incentive to get HBO Max if there's not, like, a COVID vaccine that doesn't come out until, like, let's say mid of next year. I think that Warner Brothers has made the right decision by doing this. By announcing that 
their movies will be also on HBO Max and all this kind of stuff. So you can still go to the theaters to see it because it's going to be its normal theater run. It's just on if you're if you don't want to go to the theaters because of COVID or you already or you just don't want to because you have HBO Max. There it is. Because Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day, and then you can look up all of the other movies for next year. So, I think that's a big thing in my opinion. Um, I enjoy it because I, I enjoy many movies on HBO Max, especially the DC movies. But it's very interesting to me how they're doing that. And yeah, I mean, all the companies have lost money this year because of COVID, but. They want to get these movies out there because if you have to keep pushing back movies so let's say summer of 2021 they're like all right here's the covid vaccine take it and then we're all done covid's gone all this kind of stuff and if you keep pushing back all these movies they're definitely going to have to start releasing a movie like almost every week like all right wonder woman's this week next week is dune next week is the matrix 4 there's a Black Widow movie in there somewhere. Then the Eternals. Then Shang-Chi. And then we got a Star Wars movie. Then you got all these other three to four streaming service movies and shows to watch at home. And it's like you got a butt ton of stuff to watch if they kept pushing it back. So that's why I think it's good because they're actually giving us something to watch. Like with Wonder Woman on Christmas Day. I think that's great because that's literally only like, what, two weeks from now? three weeks two weeks from now is when it'll be available which is christmas day is on a friday and then new year's the following week on a friday i think that's amazing because it is one thing christmas is on a friday so you can watch it that day or saturday you can watch it with your family you can just watch it and be like oh this is a great christmas gift giving us wonder woman 1984 the sequel to the first wonder woman movie so I'm going to watch it, of course, and I think that HBO Max has done the best decision by doing this for all of us HBO Max subscribers. But speaking of streaming services, let's hop over to the Disney Plus side of these, of this equation. Apparently, it's, room, it's been rumored this is going to happen for the past couple months, but it's been kicking up a little bit. That Disney Plus and Hulu... Now, Disney owns Disney Plus, of course. And they also own the company Hulu, which is another streaming service where it's like more rated R Disney content is over there. That they bought like all the Fox movies and stuff like that. Apparently, Disney Plus and Hulu might merge into one streaming service next year. Which would put Disney Plus to have a rated R section of like the Deadpool movies and Logan... And Family Guy will be on there as well. Because Disney Plus has The Simpsons. But they also bought Fox. So they own Family Guy as well. And Family Guy is on Hulu. As is the Deadpool movies and Logan. I don't have Hulu. But I think it'd be good. Because they'll have a... Like an adult section of uh, movies on Disney Plus. For like the rated R movies. That way, if they ever make a rated... If Disney, God forbid, they ever make a rated R Marvel movie or something, they'll actually have a spot to put it. Or if they have a rated R streaming service show or something, you know. I think it's... I think they should do it. It would make Disney Plus's library a whole heck of a lot bigger to have everything from Hulu jump over to Disney Plus. Because, like I said, the biggest streaming service services out there is Amazon Prime of course Netflix and Disney Plus right now and if Hulu goes to Disney Plus Hulu's out and then the DC Universe app they're moving all their stuff already to HBO Max so they're out and then those will be the big four Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime and HBO Max because you got like Disney Plus has Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar and Disney stuff. Amazon Prime has a bunch of originals and other movies. Like The Boys is an original show, and that's really good. Netflix has all of the Netflix stuff and Cartoon Network and stuff like that. Because they got Avatar The Last Airbender and shows like that. And then they have a bunch of anime stuff. And then they have really good original shows like Stranger Things and stuff like that. 
And then HBO Max, they have all the great HBO shows from Game of Thrones. They have Rick and Morty. They have all the DC stuff about Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. So it's like, these are the big dogs of streaming services now. And I think that's why Disney Plus is going to kick Hulu out and take all their stuff and put it on Disney Plus. And I think that's a great move by the company to do that. So they can have a big library and actually compete with all these other streaming services. So hopefully they do that because I have Disney Plus and if they move all that stuff over there, I will very much enjoy that. But speaking of Disney, go to the Marvel side of them. Also, I did want to say real quick is that this past Thursday, actually I'm recording this episode on Thursday, December the 10th. Um, is this past Thursday for y'all was Investor Day for Disney. And this is quite possibly the day that they may reveal the next projects from Marvel and Star Wars, which will definitely be... You've probably heard of it by now, if they did. I don't know if they will or not, but if they did, you've definitely heard of it by now because it's probably all over social media and everything. And also, this past Thursday was... The Game Awards, which some most of you may not be uh, excited about that, but I actually am. This is where they uh, choose what was the game of the year. And, you know, a lot of games were delayed because of COVID because they couldn't finish them because they couldn't work together, of course. So there were games that were nominated for awards that you probably wouldn't have thought of because, I mean, there weren't that many games that came out this year. So... It'll be definitely interesting to see who wins. That happened this past Thursday. For me, it happened at like 6 p.m., I think. So, if you're interested in that, you can probably just Google Game Awards and it'll bring up the winners. But I'm definitely excited if the Investor Day reveals, like, um, the next Marvel movies. We may get a trailer for something. Show off more Black Widow stuff. Maybe get a trailer for the Eternals or Shang-Chi or something else. WandaVision, maybe. We already had that. It was confirmed for January 15th. They may announce the next Star Wars movie if we're getting another movie or something other. So, But hopefully, this month, we're supposed to get the first look for the next Spider-Man movies for Spider-Man 3. And that's what I want to talk about right here is because Spider-Man 3, it's everywhere. Because I have no clue what's going to happen in this movie. Because it is, this movie is supposed to come out December of next year. We got a year until Spider-Man 3 comes out. And it's not going to be called Spider-Man 3, of course, because you had Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and then the next one is Home Alone, Homesick, something about home. There's going to be home in the title. And... There's so many rumors about this movie. Like, because I honestly think... Because there's Black Widows coming out next year. And then it's Shang-Chi, The Eternals, and then Spider-Man 3. I think Spider-Man 3, this third Spider-Man movie for Tom Holland Spider-Man, could quite possibly be the next big movie. Like, I feel like this is going to be an Avengers-level movie. Because... One, it's Spider-Man, and it's his third movie. And of all the rumored people that may be in it, because it was confirmed that Jamie Foxx will play Electro. He was Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's rumored that Tobey Maguire, the first Spider-Man from Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, may be in this movie. It's rumored that Andrew Garfield, who played Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man movies in 1 and 2, that he may be in this as Spider-Man. It was rumored that Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst will be in here as Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy from their own Spider-Man movies that they were in. It's rumored, and it, well, it was actually confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch, who is Doctor Strange, he will be in this movie for sure. And then it was rumored that Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock from the old Spider-Man 2 movie, He's going to return as Doc Ock in this movie. And then it's rumored that the actor Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the Netflix Daredevil show, will return as Daredevil in this movie. 
I don't have a clue what's going to happen in this movie. That's why I think it's going to be a next level Avengers type movie. Because if something happens and the multiverse opens up, it's going to open up the and it's going to be a live action Spidey Spider-Verse movie because it's going to have Tom Holland Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man coming all together to fight the multiverse version of the Sinister Six that has all these enemies coming from their movies and this movie and then the MCU movies and all these movie villains are going to fight the movie heroes and it's going to be this big gigantic crossover event that I feel like is going to happen and honestly I think it's going to be the biggest Marvel movie next year even though we have three other movies coming out next year so because that's the movie, I think that's the last movie before the next Doctor Strange movie, which is the Multiverse of Madness. And I think that's what's going to start the multiverse is having the last, or not maybe not the last, but the third Spider-Man movie introduce that to being like, well, who are you? I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. And then it's the meme of all the Spider-Man pointing at each other, you know. So it's going to be very interesting. very very interesting to see what happens <coughs> in the next spider-man movie no matter what whatever covid ends next year hopefully it will and we're all good and then they introduce all these new characters and have these all these marvel movies i'm gonna enjoy them just because they're marvel movies black widow is still rumored that it may go to disney plus sooner like in the next month or two hopefully or it'll stay with its theater release in May of next year. So I'm not real sure what's going to happen with that. But all I know is that it's going to be very good and very interesting to see what's going to happen with all of these rumors that are coming from the Spider-Man 3 movie. So, if you don't follow the Toddcast Instagram page, I don't know what you're doing with your life, you should definitely go to Instagram and follow the Toddcast at the underscore Toddcast underscore. Only on Instagram. Nowhere else. Not Facebook. Not Twitter. But only on Instagram. And every so often, I'll post a story that will say, got any questions for the Toddcast? I got a question submitted. So I want to ask that question. So here we go. A toy company makes an action figure of you. Oh, well, that's flattering. What two accessories does it come with? Um, honestly, like if it's just me, like wearing normal clothes and stuff, I gotta be wearing my Crocs, of course. In one hand, I definitely need a phone because that's what I record the stuff on, so that could be one of them. The other hand could either be like could be like a weird drink like a weird bottle of something you know that i'm reviewing you know or i can be in my truck because that's where i record a lot of them <laughs> and or could you could have jaren thrown in there or something other or just have me holding a microphone or something other I, yeah but honestly yeah if you really want to get just like serious about the accessories a phone in one hand and have a, like a can or a bottle in the other hand that way you know i'm reviewing that drink so yeah i'd have to go with the can the can the phone and just a random drink so thank you for your question but speaking of random drinks i got two drinks right here two new drinks i've never tried these before i'm gonna review them i'm gonna drink some water first Oh, man, I don't have a bucket. Okay, hopefully these are good because I didn't bring anything to spit in. I mean, I got a bottle, but I don't want to spit in that. So first off, I've got, what is this? C4, another C4 energy drink. Of course, I've tried a lot of these over the past few months. Actually, <laughs> I got to tell you something. Two weeks ago, man, I had a headache. After I tried that C4 and the kombucha that I had, I had a headache for after that because I don't think kombucha and energy drink are supposed to mix well together. 
which I don't think kombucha mixes well with anything, not even with my insides. So, but first off, I want to try the C4 Strawberry Watermelon Ice is the flavor. It's C4 Energy Drink Superhuman Performance. It's a performance energy drink. No calories, no nothing apparently, just energy. I think it's going to be good. I actually like strawberry watermelon flavor. Oh, yeah. Let's see the color. It's clear. It's literally clear. There's no color to it, and it's in a can. It's in like a tall kind of Red Bull type can. So C4, strawberry watermelon. Here we go. Oh man, that's great. That's awesome. That is that is amazing. Whew. It's got that bite though. <coughs> Excuse me. It's got that bite that energy drinks have. It's like you take a sip and it's like, man, this tastes good. And then you feel it in the back of your throat back there. It's like, oh, what is that? Who's tickling my throat? But yeah. This is really good. I got to give it to them. You know, C4, I've tried two of y'all's drinks before this. This is the third one. C4, we're not sponsored by this, but if you're listening, C4, you can send me some energy drinks, and I will definitely try them if you want me to. But man, that's a great energy drink. I don't even drink energy drinks. Like, I've never had a monster before, which I might review one on here before long. And I've only had Red Bull, I think, before this, before I did the Toddcast. So, C4, Strawberry Watermelon. I'm going to give you a solid 88. That's right. Rating on the scale from 0 to 100, you get a solid 88. I would definitely drink this. The only reason it's not in the 90s is because... One, I just don't really like energy drinks, but it has a very good flavor. I love the flavor of this. Strawberry watermelon ice is very good. <clears throat> you can probably get this in any kind of gas station, maybe. And I just really don't like energy drinks. I probably won't finish it because I'm not an energy drink man because they just hype you up, you know. But, yeah, 88 to the C4 strawberry watermelon. And the next drink I got, which also comes in a can, it's a little bit thicker, is Aha Sparkling Water. And this, I've had one before, which was a citrus and green tea, but this one is orange and grapefruit. So, of course, I don't like sparkling water, but orange and grapefruit i do like orange flavored stuff so this may be somewhat good question mark but i'm gonna give this a try this is aha sparkling water orange and grapefruit oh 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 sparkling water it smells great like that's amazing it smells awesome like make a candle out of this Season of giving. Bath and Body Works. Make a candle that is orange and grapefruit smell because this smells amazing. Like, I could just smell that all day because that orange, that citrusy smell that's just so good. But I'm going to give it one more try. And, of course, it is sparkling water, which is just straight up not good. Oh, God. No, it's not good. Smells amazing, but it's a drink, and you don't smell drinks. You don't buy them to smell them. You buy them to drink them, and that ain't good. Aha, uh -huh, sparkling water. I'm going to give you a solid 46 because I wouldn't want to, I don't want to have it again, but it smells great. And it's just like, it's not, it doesn't taste like, oh God, get this out of my mouth. It, it just tastes like, why did I drink this? You know, it's more of a why than like, you know, like sparkling water. Like, I mean, 
it don't really have much of a flavor when you drink normal plain sparkling water because it's just water with the sparkles up in it and I mean I don't drink sparkling water regularly oh, excuse me other than on here but I uh that's not that bad because I like the flavor I like orange and grapefruit I think the flavor is trying to get through the sparkling water part. Like, if it wasn't any kind of sparkling water and it was just the orange and grapefruit flavor, it'd probably be pretty good. But it smells good, but I would not want to have it again on my own accord. It's one of those drinks where it's like, I wouldn't buy it again, but if I had one, I wouldn't mind trying it again. You know, like, it's not just like, oh, God, get this crap out of my mouth. But I'm somewhat okay with it. It just doesn't, just that sparkling water part, like the, literally the main part of it, it's just not good. I don't know why. Just, I just don't like it. But C4 Strawberry Watermelon, man, that, you got an 88 for a reason, so. Oh, man, that's good. So C4 Strawberry Watermelon, 88. Aha Sparkling Water, Orange and Grapefruit, 46. So, a little bit to end this episode off, a little bit that's been ha- happening in my life. Um, season 2 of The Mandalorian is amazing, by the way. I have not watched this episode yet, of course, because for me, it has not come out yet because this is being recorded on a Thursday and it comes out every Friday. This past uh, week was episode 7 of this season. So, next week is the last episode of season 2, and then either the week after or after that. I might give my official review of this season and answer the question if season two is better or was better, yeah, is better than season one or which one is better or what will I look forward to if whenever they have season three for next year, which they have confirmed that season three of The Mandalorian, hopefully, I think they did. I'm not real sure. I think they confirmed that season three will happen next year. Unless they're waiting for season two to end. I'm not real sure. I just saw some stuff about it. But yeah, season two of The Mandalorian is amazing. I watched um, Young Justice and Titans on HBO Max. On HBO Max. Young Justice, of course, an animated show. Like the original Teen Titans show. But it's Young Justice. Like the sidekicks of the DC heroes all formed a team. It's three seasons. It's HBO Max. It's very good. I highly recommend that show. Pretty amazing. And it's not really a kid's show. It's more of like a PG-13 animated show that's about DC characters. I thought it was pretty good. And then I watched Titans. It was only two seasons, and I watched it. It was the live-action Titans movie. Or not movie. The live-action Titans show. (laughs) It's rated R. (laughs) And that's whenever... uh, Robin was like, oh, F Batman. That's when he said that, you know, from like a year or two ago. So, yeah, uh, that's really what I've been doing. Trying to find a PS5 because they are sold out everywhere. If you have a PS5, you can give it to me because I'm looking for the PS5 digital edition. So, yeah, but that's really all that's been happening in my life. Um, Nothing special, just watching shows and that's about it. <laughs> I'm trying to get a PS5, like I said. Hopefully, I can get one before Christmas or around Christmas, hopefully, because they are for sure sold out everywhere. So, thank y'all for listening to this episode. As always, please rate and subscribe and follow the podcast only on Instagram for updates. Tell your friends and tell your family to give it a listen. And thank all of you once again for listening to this episode. And if you want to know who's going to be the last guest of 2020 on next week's episode, well, you're just going to have to tune in to find out. Only on the Toddcast.